What's up, you guys? I'm Anya. And I'm Kylie. And this is Two Degrees Hotter, the postgrad podcast where we get real about life after college every Tuesday. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the last TDH episode of 2020. Can you believe it? We've made it. I know. It feels like just yesterday we were starting the show, and now here we are, end of 2020. Here we are, and we've got a lot to talk over with you guys today because this is going to be, I guess, like our year in review episode. We already did our favorites of the year, so this is kind of like our other segment. Yeah, just walking you through kind of everything that went down in 2020, and let me tell you, (laughs) it was an interesting year. Going back through everything, I was like, yeah, we like really went through it. (laughs) Yeah, and uh Hopefully you guys find this interesting and can relate to some of the things that happened to us because I'm sure a lot of them are parallels in your life, but also we are excited to have this to listen back on. I think this will be a fun like yearly thing to do. So before we do that, let's do our week in review. So we are recording this before Christmas. We're recording on the 21st so that we can take a little bit of a break during Christmas itself. And so I'm still working until the 23rd, but from the 23rd to the 4th of January, I'm taking time off from work. So that'll be very nice. I'm excited to unplug and try to, you know, refresh before the new year. And, you know, I got to use all that vacation time that nobody used because of COVID. (laughs) So I can only have so much rollover. So I was like, well, I guess we're taking the whole week. So that'll be fun. Another thing I wanted to say about today, the 21st, is the (laughs) Jupiter-Saturn conjunction. So if you're into astrology, you probably know, but it's basically the first time that this has happened astrologically since 1623. And this is happening in the sign of Aquarius, and it'll be a 2100-year cycle, like 2150-year cycle. So it's very exciting. Um, It's just a rare astrological event, basically. Um, And some of the themes are a great awakening, a collective consciousness. So kind of knowing there's an opportunity to improve the way that we do things, which I think is like an interesting angle to take on the next like 2000 years of humanity, basically. It's just kind of like people say, I don't know if you've heard this before, but there's like this theory that like all the technology that's going to be invented has been invented. And now we're just like finding different applications of it, basically. Like all the new ideas are just going to be adaptations of previous ideas. So I feel like this kind of goes along with that. And if you're wondering who this is going to affect, it's going to affect everybody, obviously. But um, if it affects any placements in Aquarius, Capricorn, Pisces, and Sagittarius the most, and don't like freak out, don't be like, ah, because it's not necessarily in a good way or a bad way, but it's just kind of like a change of energy. So I, uh, my rising sign is in Sagittarius. So I'm ready for the shakeup. I'm excited. Just look at it more as like an opportunity for change, not like everything's going to get flipped on its head in one day, but just thought I'd highlight that. Yeah, my Pisces moon is, she's quaking right now, as she typically oh, yeah. does. She's the reason why I'm a nice emotional monster. So <laughs> maybe that will be the change, is that I won't be as emotional. Probably not, though. That's probably wishful thinking. So for me, truthfully, I don't have much going on right now. And normally I'd be like, that's very sad. But right now I'm like, that's absolutely phenomenal. I love that for me because I just really needed a break. Law school is very hard and very taxing and very draining. So I've just been watching movies and TV shows and YouTube videos and laying in bed and not getting up until like nine in the morning, which I feel like some people are like, that's early. Yeah, but like I was literally, for me. <laughs> I was waking up at like 4.30 in the morning during finals. So this is lovely for me. I My Fitbit tracks my sleep. And it was like, some people are night owls because they stay up late and wake up late. And some people are larks because they go to bed early and wake up early. Based on your sleep patterns, you're a lark. I was like, okay, there's absolutely no need to be calling me out at 4.30 a.m. Fitbit. I don't need this right now. But yeah, I have been working a lot more on the pod. Anya was very nice to like really take the reins while I was doing finals because I didn't have time to like breathe, let alone worry about posting on Instagram and things like that. So she was very kind and she was the one that was kind of posting during the first half of December. But now obviously I'm taking that back um, and trying to be more of a partner in this whole operation. 
Uh, and I really missed working on all of it. Like as I feel like it sounds so lame because it's like you're just posting on Instagram, but it is fun. And like we've gotten, we've learned so much about like graphics and what to post and how to post. And I think we're also like on a really good trajectory to like keep learning and growing. So I'm excited to be back doing that. It's like a little passion project for me. Yeah, I was wondering if you guys were going to be able to tell like what section of the feed was me versus Kylie, but now you've given the dates. So I think it'll be obvious, but. Well, you can let us know if you had a a feeling that there was a difference in those dates now that you know them. (laughs) I tried to emulate the emoji use in the captions. Like I was like, all right, what are our like top emojis here? I was like, yep, sparkle, star, lightning, yellow heart. It's because I try to keep it in our color scheme, yeah. and there's not a lot of pink, yellow, and orange emojis that are applicable. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's the change that's coming for us, new emojis. <laughs> but yeah, so nothing new here. I feel like a lot of my weekend reviews, honestly, at least until the end of January, are going to be very much like this, so bear with me. But just know that I need the break. And so every week that I say that I'm not doing much, be like, good. Kylie's really resting and relaxing. That's good for her. So let's move into our favorites. Our last favorites of 2020. My last favorite of 2020 is going to be matcha. So I've always liked matcha. I've always like ordered matcha occasionally out at cafes and whatnot. But one of the only things that I asked for for my birthday was like a matcha kit. Mm-hmm. So I got like a little whisk, a little holder for the whisk, some nice little bamboo spoons and whatnot. Um, and some like, I got two kinds of matcha because the one of them is like a ceremonial grade. And one of them is, I forget, like food grade, mm-hmm. but they're like different qualities, I guess. And yeah, I've been having fun with it. I feel like I haven't been doing it long enough to like notice because a lot of the benefits of matcha are like your energy levels are more consistent I guess like you don't have like a a high and then a crash like you do with coffee it's like supposed to be more level throughout the day Um, and I feel like I haven't been having it exclusively for long enough to notice that but I just like the taste and it's fun to make at home so would highly recommend getting a little matcha kit yeah I on I have always wanted to try matcha at home because I'm the same way I like um ordering it out I've just never had a way to make it and I like the idea that it's a more consistent energy boost than coffee I feel like that's probably overall just better for you (laughs) and your health um so I'll have you'll have to send me the link of the one that you were gifted but my favorite and I didn't realize this like it didn't click that this would be my last favorite for 2020 so it is very nerdy just as a warning but I watched a documentary it was a docuseries on Disney plus all on how they made Frozen 2 And it was so interesting. First of all, the amount of work that goes into making animated movies is insane. And I knew knew it was a lot of work, but like crazy. (laughs) I couldn't believe it. Like down to the point where if you've seen Frozen 2, there's like these giant rock characters. And they showed a clip of these two guys and they were like, we're in the studio today to record... uh, some rocks and they just brought in like they were just carrying rocks and they were like we're trying to figure out what it would sound like when the rock giant bends its knee so we tried rolling (laughs) the rocks on each other and then we tried putting little pebbles between two big rocks and grinding them and I was like what is going on and then another one like they laid dirt on the ground and put like uh like planters gloves on and they were just like tapping and they were like this is gonna be the lizard when he walks (laughs) I was like how yeah how do you come up with this i've seen a similar video i think it was like for um cloudy with a chance of meatballs but they're mm-hmm. like it's like people's jobs to come up with like sound for animated stuff and it's like they'll yeah. use like unexpected things like random things and then it ends up sounding like an animal of some sort or whatever and it's so bizarre yeah. <laughs> to see it they mentioned that at a given point in an animated movie there could be a thousand audio tracks playing all at once to make that sounds count. like my worst nightmare <laughs> right <laughs> having dealt with like six at once no I, I know I've only dealt with two and I'm like I can't do it <laughs> um but yeah and obviously it talks a lot more about a lot more than sound yeah it was just I I knew that it took a lot of work to make animated movies but really like seeing it like broken down it was just really interesting to me I don't know if it's because I'm 
straight up delirious at this point and like anything will entertain me. But if you've always been interested in like, not even if you've always been interested in stuff, if you just find like how things are done really interesting, it was just something that I had never really taken the moment to like actually think about, oh, all this work goes in. Like literal years, seven years went into making this two hour movie. All right, moving into the main episode topic. Let's review the year. Let's walk through a little play by play for future us, for you, our listeners. Yeah, let's do it. So excited. starting off the year, January, I feel like that TikTok where it's like January, January. February, February. Oh, March. I'm a different one. Yeah. I know the one you're thinking of that January, February, February. March, I'm the same guy, yeah. but there's one where it's like, I think they just took when they say the month in songs and made like a mashup. So it's like January, February, March, April, like it's like different songs put together. <laughs> So January, we were so naive, weren't we? We had no idea what was coming. No, no idea. idea. We were out here thinking 2020 is going to be my year. Because it just sounded Funny. like a good year. It, it just, did. it had that that ring. It's so even. The roaring 20s, man. So I saw something and it was like, y'all wanted 2020 to be a movie. You didn't specify Ooh. that you didn't want it to be like a post-apocalyptic movie. <laughs> That's fair. I was like, okay. But we'll get to that. That's March. <laughs> yeah, that's that's March. Um, we actually kicked off the year together. Fun fact at um, yeah. Grant's Lake House. Kylie had an air mattress in our okay. room. It was great. Yeah. It was like I was I, a child. <laughs> yeah, because you didn't really know anyone else there, and I felt bad. So I was like, Kylie, you're can like, I'm not gonna make you sleep with them. And it was all of like Grant's friends, basically too. <laughs> Yeah, You're like I'm not gonna make you go up to the loft with all these boys. I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, just sleep on the floor. So January, what else happened? Um, January, I remember going back for senior semester, feeling very hopeful, I suppose. Um, and I remember starting my last piece of choreography. <laughs> I said that weird choreography, um, which was very emotional for me because I choreographed like all through college, and I felt like this last piece that I choreographed had to be really special, and I like. Spent a lot of time thinking about the song and the concept and everything. Um, I also started my capstone. I started applying for jobs. I found like a screenshot on my computer from like January 27th and I had already applied to like 20 jobs, which I was like, wow, good for me. I also went to my last sorority event ever without knowing that it would be the last one. It was the Crush Social. So it's actually kind of funny. It's like this worked better before like social media and whatever, but basically it's like you invite someone anonymously. So the idea is that they like show up at the pregame for the social not knowing which girl invited them like they know they're from that sorority but not who so it's kind of like funny but when you have a boyfriend it's kind of like obvious I guess um, <laughs> Grant just walks to someone else <laughs> yeah so it's like we always joke about that like how bad it would be if they were like yes like blank invited me and then it's like another girl and she's like oh it was me <laughs> but yeah it's like 007 themed very fun very chic I wore a white not jumpsuit but it was like a white top and white pants mm-hmm. um And then as far as like the news, when I was trying to think of January, I feel like the big stories were the Australian wildfires were really Mm -hmm. bad at that time. And then also Kobe Bryant's death was like at the end of that month. For me, I was kind of in a similar boat where we were going back for our last semester. And I I wrote that I'm really excited to get a do-over because my first semester senior year, I spent the first half working two jobs, an internship starting a magazine on campus, and having all five of my classes. So I was spread like razor thin and was just feeling so burnt out. And then the second half of the semester, I had mono. (laughs) So that really was a wash for me. So yeah, I was kind of like, okay, this is my do-over. Like, I still had fun first semester, don't get me wrong. It wasn't a bad semester by any means. But I was excited to like be able to kind of relax a little bit, not have school be my priority. That's another thing. I was applying to law school the first semester too, which was Mm -hmm. stressful in and of itself. Um, So now I was in law school, knew what I was doing. Um, My commitments had been cut back a little bit for second semester and I was just ready to to party, quite frankly, because I was like, this is the last chance that we get. Um, I was also really sad knowing that this was going to be my last semester working at my school's tutoring center. I had started working there when I was a sophomore at Assumption and I became really close with my boss and just really close with like the center in general. And it was definitely my favorite part of Assumption overall. Uh, so it was really sad. I was working as a head tutor, which like basically just meant that like me and a group of other tutors were like the liaison between 
our boss and the entire tutoring center. So if there was like any issues or questions that people had and they couldn't reach our boss, they could come to us and we would meet with him every week and kind of give him the lowdown of what's going on. Really just trying to spend a lot of time with my friends, enjoy the last semester of college and make sure that I got the most out of it. And then February (laughs) came. Um, In February, I I started out the month by dog sitting for my neighbor, which you might be like, why did this make your like yearly review but I just feel like it was a very defining few days for me like it really <laughs> like I love dogs and I do wag like I used to do wag and I walk dogs and I love taking care of them but um for some reason this just like really showed me that I'm not ready for a dog anytime soon but it was a little corgi named Oscar which is funny because my dog's name is also Oscar also in February I went home to vote in the presidential primary mm-hmm. same because we're from New Hampshire so we get the first primary Um, so it was really early. You might be like, wow, that's early, but it's because we're the first one. So that was cool. I also went on a surprise trip for Valentine's Day in February. I had a feeling it might be to this city. It was to Burlington, Vermont. And I'm like obsessed with Burlington, like sort of wish I went to school there. Like I love Burlington, Vermont. So I had a feeling. And then when we got on I-89, which is like the highway that goes there, I was like, all right, yeah, it's Burlington. But that was very fun. Um, It was like the last time that I went to like a bunch of bars, I feel like before everything shut down. So I was glad Mm -hmm. that we did that. I also began the interview process for the job that I have now in February, like in very late February. And then we also saw Chelsea Cutler, me and Kylie, but it was weird because like we didn't plan to go together, right? Was this the one? Or no, we didn't plan to go together. No, we didn't. I went with two friends from school and you went with Grant. And I randomly texted you and was like, oh, I'm I'm going to be in Boston because I'm going to see Chelsea. And you're like, oh. Grant and I are going to see Chelsea. Yeah, so we met up at your apartment and just like pre-gamed and got ready for the concert together. So that was a nice little unexpected reunion we had there. Yeah, and that was Um, definitely like the single most saturated environment that I was in, like before everything hit, I feel like. For me, no, and I'll get into that. (laughs) But I know what you mean. And like, it is kind of crazy to think back because we saw her at the end of February. So like, yeah, literally two weeks later and everything was shut down. So I was thinking back and was like, it's actually kind of crazy that I was in like a literal like pit. (laughs) Yeah. Full of people. Like, I'm lucky that I didn't catch COVID because it definitely was spreading about by then. But yeah, I'm really glad we got to see her before everything shut down because I'm pretty sure like half her tour ended up getting canceled because of COVID or at least shows did. For me, I didn't really have too many notable things in February. Uh, The magazine that I started on campus was back in full swing and this was kind of like a big transition point for us because I had just started this and it was like my baby, but I also didn't start it till senior year. So I had a year to really like make sure that there was a strong enough foundation that like it would continue on once I was gone because I didn't want it to just be like something that I did in the year and then when I left like it's like it never happened I like very much knew that it was going to be something that like lived beyond me but I was doing it because I thought it was a good addition to our school and like a gap in um activities in our school so a lot of you know arranging events with other clubs and securing leadership positions for the next year and making sure that people kind of knew what they were getting themselves into and starting that transition process. And then this is such a minor thing, but I was looking through photos from February and I found screenshots from these text messages. So I just put it in here for a nice like laugh for myself. I wrote and I quote, a boy was utter trash to me, unacceptable because it is. And I won't get into the details of it, but I forgot that this had happened completely. So if that doesn't say something about when boys are just like trash people, I don't know what does. You just got to take the trash boys and throw them to the side because now here I am at the end of the year being like, oh, that's right. Like, I forgot that happened. And in the moment, it really sucked. But now I'm like, I actually deserve a lot better than what I got and what I probably would have gotten if things had turned out differently. And now I know a lot about my worth. And that's all that matters. So just thought I'd throw that little tidbit in there. Love it. A little February lesson. Yeah. (laughs) So then March. Mm, March. Mm. (laughs) March actually started out pretty phenomenal for me because I was in the Bahamas. (laughs) Um, and it was our spring break and our spring break is like pretty early at Northeastern. It's like the week before everyone else is pretty much. And so we had a great time in the Bahamas. I feel like we were like minorly concerned. Like we were like, Oh, is this like weird? 
illness gonna like mess with our flights like that's annoying but like didn't think much of it we definitely weren't worried about like catching it in the Bahamas I don't think like we didn't really think about it that much but that was really fun and definitely like the most fun I had this year (laughs) was in the Bahamas right before everything hit the fan so then we came back and um I actually got my job in March but I guess first was the last day of in-person class I was looking back at my pictures and I think it was March 11th for us, which is the exact same day that COVID was officially labeled a pandemic by Mm -hmm. the World Health Organization. Um, And then I got my job offer on March 13th, and then I accepted it on the 16th. Um, So obviously, that's like a ton of change at once, (laughs) like went from like a college student, unemployed, like in the Bahamas to like, at home, classes are online forever, suddenly has a job, like it was very bizarre. Yeah, I think I I feel like I spent the second half of the month like obviously pretty confused and like half thinking this would all blow over and like we were only home for a temporary time, but obviously that didn't end up being the case. Yeah. So, similar to you, I also had a pretty great start to March. I started the month by traveling to Rhode Island with my mom to see an alum who went to the dance studio that Anya and I grew up dancing in was touring with the cast of Hello Dolly. So we went to see him when he was performing in Providence. And that was really, really fun. The show was amazing. Uh, I had never seen Hello Dolly before. wasn't super familiar with the show at all. Um, but it was really, really good. Really funny. Um, the music was really great and upbeat. So I would definitely, once shows reopen, definitely recommend it. Straight from Rhode Island, I left to fly to Fort Lauderdale for spring break. And again, this was kind of when COVID was definitely a thing and it was something that people were talking about, but no one really knew what was going on. No one knew whether to take it seriously. This was like when everyone was like, it's just like the flu. Like, it's just like the flu. It's not that big of a deal. Um, I just remember getting on the plane and wiping down the seat, like with a Clorox wipe and be like, Mm -hmm. okay, we're good. And just like hand sanitizing everywhere I went. (laughs) While we were there, we did go to this spring break bar called America's Backyard and so so my god there were so many people there like picture the chelsea cutler concert and like double it honestly and that's how many people were packed into this bar it was truthfully covid aside a low-key atrocious night because me and my friend group like we have a good time don't get me wrong but i'm really not looking to be sandwiched between strangers at a bar in the middle of florida that's just like not the vibe that i'm going for so and in hindsight i'm like yeah definitely should not have been near that many people yeah but it's so weird like we just didn't know yeah Um, and it all ended up fine we were all happy and healthy and everything was good but yeah so then when we were waiting at the airport that's when we got the email from our school that we weren't going back for two weeks Mm -hmm. at that point that's how we kind of do like, oh, this is like, this is no joke. And I'm pretty sure that we flew back on March 11th. So same day that it was announced a pandemic, schools were getting shut down. No one really knew what was going on. And I feel like the rest of the month was just spent like watching our return date to school get like pushed back further and further and further. And I'm pretty sure by the end of March, we knew that we weren't going back for the semester. Yeah, like I don't even great. think we got through March. And my school, I feel like really like postponed telling us that. I feel like they really tried to like, especially because we're such a small school, I feel like they were probably like, there has to be a way that we can like get these kids back. Or maybe they just were postponing the inevitable. Who knows? All my classes were online. I was very fortunate to be able to keep my job and tutor online, which was a learning curve in and of itself. But I, I think we did the best that we could with what we had. So yeah, definitely March was like a year in and of itself. I swear to God. Yeah, I just think back to like the naivety. Is that a word? Naivety? Yeah. In March. And like, I remember being at the airport and I was like, I like would wash my hands once and then I'd be like walking out and I was like, hmm, I should probably wash my hands like one more time. Like thinking yeah. that would and like, be like just be enough. Hand sanitizer maybe. Just a little. Yeah. Um, so April, I think was the month of like really mourning like what senior year was supposed to be. And that sounds really dramatic, but I think for me- what I was mourning the most was not necessarily the end of college, but more like the end of my dance career because it had been how many years of my life? 20, 20 years of my life that I had been dancing. I started when I was two. So I was just really upset over the fact that I wasn't going to get this like final time on stage. And I don't know, maybe this doesn't make sense to like people that aren't performers, but like 
just dancing is not the same as dancing on stage. And it just, it's not like the feeling on stage is super different. And just like mourning the fact that I wasn't going to be able to show my last piece that I I had literally finished it. Like I finished it really early um, compared to most people. So that was upsetting for me specifically, but I remember doing a lot of hiking. I remember we put the boat in the water, which is like way too early to do that. But I think we were all just like, what else are we going to do? Yeah. Um, and I started embroidery as a hobby. So that's fun because I'm still doing that now. Continued online class, but I feel like at this point it was kind of a joke because nobody really knew how to translate class online yet. And all the professors were just kind of like pulling things out of their ass, like trying to make it work. So I feel like no one was actually concerned about their grades or anything because they just knew that it was like a wash basically. Um, And I also started part-time work for my job because um, they really needed someone to fill the gap that I was filling. So they couldn't really wait for me to graduate. So I started training while I was still in classes. And then the last thing is that we started the concept work for the podcast. So I was looking at like our files and whatever, and it looks like we got our logos and the cover art designed by our friend, Emily, go listen to that episode. Yes. Um, with Emily Reyna. And that was at the end of the month. So fun. Yeah. Uh, so honestly, I had a really similar April, just kind of, it really sunk in like, oh, senior, second semester, senior year is a complete wash. Like not, it's not going to happen. Um, and for me, that was really bittersweet because on the one hand, it's like, okay, now classes are online. No one really knows what they're doing. So at least my professors were very much like, don't worry about your grades. Like, let's, if we survive, you get an A. I'm like, cool. So that's nice from the standpoint of like, okay, I don't have to stress about assignments and things like that. But I also was looking back. And for me, by the time I got to second semester, I had finished my major and my minor, except for my capstone. And so I was taking my capstone and four electives. So four classes that I just took because I was interested in it, in them. So I really enjoyed the classes I, w- I was in. And I kind of felt like I was being cheated out of like legitimate learning opportunities in these classes. Mm-hmm. So that kind of sucked. But I did have, like I said, my senior capstone. And for that, we were tasked with creating a podcast series. And for that, our podcast was specifically like a historical analysis of college um, as like, not like a social phenomenon, but how college became so intertwined and so expected of people. Mm -hmm. So we kind of like looked at that and like the benefit of a society that like focuses so heavily on college education, which was very interesting. And I really liked doing it and I really liked creating in the podcast space. So that is what eventually led me to text Anya and say, we should start a podcast. And she was crazy enough to say, okay, yeah, <laughs> let's do it. I think the exact text was, maybe it's the quarantine talking, but we should start a podcast. <laughs> yep. I think that was the exact text. And who it could still be the quarantine talking. We haven't gotten out of quarantine yet. Yeah, so. She's still talking. We'll see. But yeah, and it also looks like based on my camera roll that we had our first guest who was Sarah from Whole Debt. So definitely go check that episode out. But it looked like we had her lined up to be a guest on the show by the end of the month. So that's really cool that we like we moved up this idea and then we said, all right, let's book the guests. <laughs> well, like we literally had nothing else to do. Like I remember yeah. like meeting about this like in the middle of the afternoon because we were like, what are we doing? And meeting yeah. on Zoom, obviously. Yeah. So then May came. May was both of our graduation months as it is yeah. for most people. My graduation date was actually May 1st. I remember just repotting plants with my mom that day. Like we, re- we repotted like 30 plants that day. And I was like, wow, I love TD Garden, (laughs) TD Garden of houseplants. And I also started my full-time job on, I think, May 18th. And our first episode dropped in May, which is kind of weird to think about the timeline of all of that, but I guess that's true. Um, And my mom got injured in May. So if you guys remember, my mom had a pretty severe orthopedic situation um and that happened in may so that was the the beginning of like seven months of recovery that i was around for so that was may was a lot may was a lot i will say yeah my graduation was may 10th um we had a live stream as i think you did as well and we didn't even have anything that's right you got like a video right i got a video the college of science made us a video but northeastern itself didn't do anything Jeez. yeah we had a live stream um that was essentially just like a live stream mass because Assumption is a Catholic school. And like, if you're Catholic and you vibe with that, good for you. But it definitely wasn't what I was hoping for out of a graduation. Um, so that do be depressing, but it's okay. And then for me, I 
was originally going to go back to the internship that I worked the summer prior um, to work again throughout the summer before starting law school. And because of COVID, that ended up getting pushed back and I didn't start until June. So I basically had all like May 10th on off to just be a couch potato. And that, my friends, is what I did besides working on the podcast. I was like, cool, cool. Uh, I ended up going back to Assumption actually and took some photos in front of like the sign. There's like a sign on the street when you like go to enter. So you know that like you're entering Assumption College. And so I went there with my parents and we took a few pictures in front of the sign because that's what I would have done if we had graduated. And I also chopped my hair. So fun fact, I'm pretty sure in May, my hair was like the longest it's probably been, at least for like me as like an adult. Like from 18 Mm -hmm. on, my hair was the longest it had ever been, partially because we were in quarantine. So I desperately wanted to cut my hair, but everything was closed and it wasn't safe to do so. So this was around the time that things started to reopen and numbers were going down. So I felt safer um, going and getting my hair cut. So I chopped 10 inches off, I think, or something crazy. Yeah. And now it's long again. So, you know. Yeah. It looks like you never even did it, honestly. (laughs) Your hair grows so fast. It really does. Um, so then June, honestly, I had a kind of a hard time remembering anything significant in June, apart from like the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, and I feel like we at the time thought COVID was easing up. Like I remember just like having a better feeling going into summer, but like looking back, it probably wasn't, I mean, compared to now it was, but like, I don't think much had changed. It just kind of the energy felt different around it, like getting warm. And I don't know. I just think we felt like it was better than it was probably. I remember seeing my roommates for the first time since we all went home in March. We met like a socially distant like beach trip. Mm -hmm. Kylie and I took our own little beach trip too, which is weird that this was June because it doesn't feel like that long ago, but I guess it wasn't. (laughs) But yeah, Kylie's brother lives on the beach and he happened to not be there for a weekend. So we stole the apartment, cottage, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And I also think this was the month that I started to feel really anxious about being home and like what to do about my apartment, where I was going to be living come September uh, I think this was just the month that like every future planning had to get real. And I like really, you know, you can't, as we all know, you can't plan in a pandemic. So yeah, I think that was a lot of, there was a lot of anxiety this month. I kind of have similar memories, especially because at this point, I didn't know if I was going to be online or in person for my semester of law school. So I was planning on relocating to Boston for my first year of law school. And I was very anxious about whether or not I should be hunting for an apartment, finding roommates, like doing all that stuff, or was I going to put in all this work and not even need it, especially because if I was given the option to be online, I probably was going to pick it and save money on Boston rent because Boston rent is very expensive and I'm not working. Um, So yeah, just a lot of like back and forth of not really knowing what to do. Obviously, the Black Lives Matter movement was a really big, I don't want to say event because that like makes it sound so much smaller than it actually is. I wrote change because I hope that it changed a lot for a lot of people. So just the real beginning of that movement um, or resurgence of that movement for um, everyone. And then I also remember the weather being like really nice. And I think it did make people put down their guards a little bit, but it also just helped me be like, well, now I can like go out you know, to my deck and like do work and things like that. Like I felt like I had more ways to leave the house without like actually having to like go places and leave the house. Um, Cause I did start working full time at this point. And so I remember doing a lot of work like outside um, on my deck and all of that. And a fun fact, I went on a COVID safe FaceTime date in the month of June, which I don't even think I told Anya about. I feel like you told me you were like planning it. Like I remember being in the car on the way to the beach house and you were like saying that it was in the works. And I was like, oof. Which part of me was like going into it and the mindset of like, I'm single in a pandemic. And if I don't do this, I'm going to be like, why didn't I just like try that? Like, I just just think it's funny. Um, Yeah. Nothing amounted from it. Cause like, if you've had success on a FaceTime date, then don't listen to anything I'm saying, but I don't see how they could be successful at all. Like they're just the weirdest thing ever. But yeah, so I just thought I'd timestamp that because I feel like that's going to be something funny to like look back on. Hopefully when I actually am like in a happy relationship, I'm going to be like, that's freaking hilarious. (laughs) Maybe it'll be the same guy. You never know. The universe works in mysterious ways. You're absolutely right. And there was nothing wrong with the guy. Very nice guy, but it's just a weird situation. (laughs) Yeah. Overall. 
So we're halfway through the year. Hope you guys are still with us. Maybe you're relating to some of the things we've said. I'm sure a lot of the college folks' timelines are pretty similar. Sure. Um, In July, I remember I'm not a big July 4th person. Same. Um, I don't know. I think also this July 4th, it felt like really hard to be patriotic given everything that was going on. Agreed. But I actually have like pretty fond memories of this July 4th because we didn't really have anywhere to go or anything to do. I remember we um, sat in the middle of the lake and there were like DIY fireworks like at 180 degree views basically because in New Hampshire fireworks are legal. I know, riddle me that. Um, But everyone was just setting off their own fireworks basically, like all the households around the lake and it was really cool to sit in the middle and like, it was like a better view than like a professional fireworks show, honestly. But don't do fireworks, kids. They're bad for a lot of reasons. Yeah, safety and everything. Anyway. I also remember taking on a lot more full-time or not full-time, but like full responsibility at my job. Like I remember I was kind of onboarding May, June, getting acquainted and whatever. And then July was kind of when I started running these sessions and doing all these things by myself, um, which was scary, but we're here six months later, six, mm-hmm. five, five. I also in July decided that I was just going to move home when my lease ended on September 1st, which was like disappointing from like a post-grad expectations standpoint. And I think I'm going to talk a little bit more about that later on in the episode, but I just had really high expectations for like my first year out of college. And obviously none of them really turned out. And this was like one of the main things for me. Mm-hmm. So if you guys listened to my when things don't go as planned episode, that really kind of elaborates on it a lot. And then July was also the month that we recorded with Brooke Michio, which I probably yeah. would say that's like my favorite podcast accomplishment so far. So I yeah. thought that was cool to call out. Yeah, I agree with that. So for me, by July at this point, I knew that my semester was going to be online. So I ceased any and all apartment hunting activities. Just kind of knew that I was hunkering down up here in New Hampshire and about to embark on a really, really strange journey of online, of Zoom University School of Law. I also had a pretty good 4th of July. I agree completely that like, I didn't feel like I was celebrating the 4th of July. I just thought it was like a day that I could celebrate. But I was mm-hmm. not like out here being like, I love America because I really didn't at that point. But I w- ended up seeing my college roommates. Um, they came up here to New Hampshire and we pitched a tent in my backyard and had like a little camp out because at this point, like numbers were kind of down, but we personally didn't feel comfortable enough like bringing them inside. Like, I don't know if this is true or not, but like, I feel like being outside like air circulation wise it's a bit safer Mm -hmm. if that's wrong I'm sorry I'm doing my best but yeah so it was really nice to see them and it was the first time I saw them in person since March and then this month seems like so we had Brooke Michio which is amazing but I feel like we had a lot of guests at least we recorded with a lot of guests yeah we like ended up having three in a row somehow I don't know how that happened it kind of like I don't want to say fell into our lap but I feel like all of a sudden we were just like booked with guests and we were like cool yeah yeah that was cool I felt like it was like a cool time of growth yeah so August I think of August 1st as like the most fun day of quarantine and we were Kylie and I and Grant were at the lake and I don't even really think we did anything that significant we just had a lot of sangria and like we took pictures like in the middle of the lake like I swam with my phone like I swam with my phone like I was so confident in my ability like I like didn't even doubt myself um and we like took some really fun pictures and it was just like it was like a fun day like I remember being like this isn't so bad like if we can keep being outside and like whatever this isn't so bad and then later on in August I finally went back to my apartment in Boston that I hadn't really been back to since March um and I was really emotional like packing everything up and moving out because everything felt really final and I loved that apartment and really didn't get to spend the amount of time in it that I wanted to during that time we took some graduation photos so that was nice to kind of Like I look at those photos a lot. It's like my computer background. So it was fun to do that with my roommates and kind of commemorate the non-existent occasion. I also became a manager in August. I started managing my first intern. So it's kind of funny to say that now because she's already moved on. Like her time is already (laughs) over, but um, I'll start my next one next month. Also went to back to Vermont for an anniversary trip. We didn't really do much. We just did some like hiking and whatever. Um, and that was in Stowe, Vermont. I love Vermont. Can you guys tell? <laughs> I want to move to Vermont. I love Vermont. And also August was the Beirut explosion, which for some reason to me like sticks out as one of the biggest things that happened in 2020. I guess it probably is from like a world news yeah. standpoint, but 
I don't know. I felt like very connected to that incident for some reason. Maybe it was just kind of like the area it's in. Like I have family in Israel. My parents are from Belarus. Like there was just kind of a lot of ties and stuff. And I just like really felt for everybody going through that. Yeah. So I completely agree with August 1st. That was just such like a a nice weekend of just like getting away. And I feel like all three of us got to just like kind of forget how terrible the world was at this yeah. point. We were like, we're just going to swim in the lake with our phone. It's, it's going to be fine. At this point, I was able to see my roommates again. And I remember we like exchanged graduation gifts. And at this time, like we had had up until now, like a postponed graduation that was supposed to happen at the end of August. And we knew at this point that it wasn't happening. So that's when the four of us decided to get together and just like really celebrate and commemorate our graduation. And so that was really, really nice. But then. In the second half of August, I did lose my papa, which I talked about a little bit on the podcast. And truthfully, just like from then on, it was a really, really tough month because I lost my papa and had like the funeral and the wake and all of that one week. And then the next week was my orientation. And then the next week I started classes. So it really was a, a shit show of events. And <laughs> I feel like I didn't really get the chance to like actually mourn. Because I just like had to keep going and keep going to the next thing. But we we got mm-hmm. through. And then again, this is something I've talked about on the podcast. But I feel like I'm never going to stop talking about it because it traumatized me. I was cold called on my first day of class and contracts. We all know. It was horrifying. It was terrible. Um, but again, I got through it. And I showed up the next day. And yeah, that's really all I have from August. I was waiting for your word choice on what August was. But I like... Uh... The shit show. Yeah. I mean, if we're being honest, spoiler alert, as we go through the next couple of months, I feel like that's a good word to keep in mind for me. (laughs) But Um, so September, it was kind of hard for me to remember any significant occurrences apart from RBG's death. Obviously, that was a pretty big deal. But in my like personal life, I feel like I just kind of continued working from home and kind of accepting that I was going to be home for at least the next few months and coming to terms Mm -hmm. with it because I kind of felt like until August... 31st, which is when my lease was up, there was this like rush to make a decision and like a lot of stress involved. And then once everything was finally moved home and I was kind of like, all right, this is it for a little while. I could like embrace it a little more, just kind of like settle into the fact that this was reality for now and like not be so hard on myself about it. Yeah. I also chopped my hair, which is funny because I feel like it's grown so much. Like I was now I was looking at this, I was like, that was September. I feel like it's already like double the length, but I guess that's what happens when you have short hair and kind of got back into journaling a bit, but that was all September was for me. Yeah. Quarantine did get the best of us in the sense that we made a major hair transformation, but Mm -hmm. neither of us dyed our hair or cut our own bangs. And I think that is a victory to celebrate. (laughs) For me, September was really all about just trying to create a routine for myself, having law school online, um, and really just being thrown in the thick of this new world that I had never been a part of. Um, And it was obviously a really rough transition because I mean, starting law school in general is a rough transition for a lot of people and starting it online is just even worse because now it's like, well, not only am I going through this transition and in this new world, learning all these new things that for me, at least I had really never been exposed to. I also didn't have any friends because how do you make friends on Zoom? You don't. Uh, So that was definitely like a hurdle to kind of work through. And I had my first law school midterm by the end of September, which is kind of crazy to think about. Like, I had it exactly a month after starting classes, Um, but, you know, we got through it. And then this month, I talked with Avery Bishop on the pod, so definitely go check that out. But that has been a really cool connection to have um, since then. Her and I have chatted uh, a few times since having her on the show. I just think she's a phenomenal person, and she's doing really, really cool work. So just the fact that she like knows that I exist, I'm like, that's amazing. That's incredible. I love that for me. So definitely go check that episode out. That's up there with one of my favorites that we've put out thus far. Yeah, I feel like in general, having a podcast helps you form a bunch of like random cool connections. Like it's like a good networking tool, honestly, because like people love to talk about themselves. People love to talk about their own life and, you know, getting an opportunity for exposure for them and everything. But yeah, we've definitely kept up with a lot of the guests, which is fun. And like, yeah, seeing the crossover, like today I saw that. Um, Maria from Uvita was stalking Katie from Viv for Your V's product yeah. in her store. And I was like, that's cool. So seeing them like connect with each other too, even if it's coincidental, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. So for October, I started it out with a lot of fall activities. We also got our first snow in October, which is kind of crazy. I remember looking at my 
photos like to try to remember everything for this episode and I was like damn that was October we also celebrated Kylie's birthday that was the last time Mm -hmm. I was at a restaurant we sat outside but yeah I think forever ago also in October my dad's injury happened so if you guys are new around here my dad actually had a, a traumatic brain injury um he's doing a lot better now but that happened in October and also my mom's final surgery of her whole medical experience was happening so it was like taking care of the both of them at one point, which was kind of wild. So that was interesting. And I also feel like things started to get bad with COVID again, just because there were more like indoor gatherings and stuff that like now that the cold weather had started approaching, that's all I got. October was uh, pretty uneventful for me. I had two more midterms this month. One of them was just for practice. So I should reference that the first midterm that I took was like a mock midterm some professors will give mock midterms that they'll actually grade you on it but the grade doesn't count towards like your final grade in the course it's just like a benchmark to see how you're doing which part of me in hindsight is like well if you're going to go through the effort of giving a midterm like you might as well make it count for something but you know that's we'll talk about that in my semester review folks don't you even worry um I did have my birthday this month which was really nice it was definitely weird and I feel like we kind of talked about this in a previous episode just because I was especially being in college I was used to having my birthday during the semester and like being kind of a big deal at least for Mm -hmm. the day and I liked the attention um yeah just being honest (laughs) so it was definitely weird but it was really nice going out with Anya um and it was good in its own right even if it was different but and then COVID again was getting Uh, really bad. I ended up seeing two friends on Halloween. I remember we went back and forth a couple of times on whether or not we should, but it kind of came down to I literally wasn't leaving my house at all because I was a full-time law student. They both work full-time, but because of their jobs, they were getting tested regularly. So we were like, we felt like it was responsible um, and that we were doing it like as safely as possible. So I ended up seeing them and I'm glad that I did because I'm pretty sure that was like the last time I saw them and now things are so bad that I don't feel comfortable doing it. So I'm glad that I got to see them one last time. I feel like November was like the least eventful month of the year for me, probably apart from the election. Obviously that was a big deal. But apart from that, I just remember I spent a lot of time at the lake. I mentioned this a couple episodes ago, but basically Grant's brother and sister-in-law had a baby. So his parents wanted to very legitimately quarantine and not leave for two weeks before going down to see the baby so grant offered to go up to the cabin so that he wouldn't like impact that Mm -hmm. so i was spending a lot of time there most of the time there and i had my birthday in november it was very low-key um kylie came up to the lake for a few days but yeah i feel like the election is really the only remarkable thing i could remember yeah but aside from your birthday which was really nice i love coming up to the lake and hanging out with you and grant so we had a great time um but aside from that, all I really remember is being really, really stressed about the election and about school. Um, and I remember that election week, because it was not election day this year, just like constantly refreshing the New York Times yeah. um, electoral map. Uh, but I will say that the day that the race was called for Biden was like kind of up there with one of the best days for yeah. me for 2020. It was just, it felt like a very hopeful day. Mm -hmm. I feel like. Um, So that was nice. But then after that, I had my last day of classes, November 24th. And if we're being honest, the rest of my year was um, super rough (laughs) and not very fun. And I'm not going to get into too many details, number one, because I want to end the year in review on a more positive note. And also because, like I said, I want to make an episode more so about the semester and why it was rough because, girl, I could really go on. So to combat the stress and anxiety that I was feeling, I started celebrating Christmas early. I'm pretty sure I put my tree up before Thanksgiving. Me too. And yeah, I was like, I'm just going to block out all the bad stuff with a little holly jolly cheer. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we all started Christmas early this year. Um, December, this month, we're here. Um, again, a lot of time at the lake. I also just started to do a lot of reflection on the year in general, trying to celebrate the holidays as best as we can this year. I also had my first annual review ever, which is a pretty scary thing, but we're through it. And it's kind of interesting because I was telling my parents how like at the end of every 
semester, you have kind of like that academic like validation or just like results. Like you can like tangibly say how you did. Whereas like at a job that only happens once a year at the end of the year. So it feels like a bit more high stakes in my opinion. And yeah, just taking time off. Excited to take my vacation days starting in a couple days and get try to get into like a healthier place to kick off 2020, both mentally and physically. I've just been trying to like be a little more active. I like plugged in the treadmill for the first time in forever. And I think I'll talk about that like in our goals for 2021 episode. But mm-hmm. yeah, just kind of trying to take take this time to focus on me before the start of the new year. Yeah, for sure. My finals lasted from December 1st until December 17th. So most of my month thus far has been consumed by that. At this point, now that they're over, I'm happy to have some time to reflect and relax and celebrate the holiday. I will say that I am kind of at a point where I'm like in limbo with myself. Law school really puts you through the ringer. And I think, you know, there was a phrase that I always heard that was like the first year is so tough, but it's because they're trimming the fat. Like they're, I can't think of, but I had another phrase. Weeding out the ones that can't handle basically. Yes, but I'm also starting to realize I I think I like the term trimming the fat because I think that there's the fat of people who and I'm using air quotes because I'm not trying to say anyone's fat <laughs> um, <laughs> to clarify. Uh, but there's the fat of people who academically can't handle it, and there's the fat of people who realize how much work this is and whether or not that work is worth it. Yeah, if they and really want it, if they really want it, and if yeah. I'm. And again, I'm going to elaborate more. I'm kind of towing the line on that bucket Mm -hmm. right now. Um, And I think this is normal. Like, I don't think this is like groundbreaking by any means. I'm sure I'm not the first law student to be here, but it is something that I really do think I need to consider um, and reflect on. And just, you know, three years doesn't seem like a long time, but it's also a very long time, especially if it's three years wasted on something that doesn't end up amounting to anything for me if I don't want to be a lawyer. That's a little tidbit into what's kind of been brewing in my mind (laughs) these days. And like I said, I will, I do plan on making an episode right now. I just like, I'm way too close to finals to be able to make an episode that would actually be thoughtful about it. Cause if I'm being honest right now, it would just be like, I'm, I want to drop out. I'm going to drop out. And I want to make sure that if I'm actually going to say those words, it's because I really mean it. And I think that's the right next step for me. So. There's a little sneak peek into into what I've been going through and kind of a sneak peek into what will probably be taking up kind of the beginning of my 2021. Yeah, I think it's a good... So Kylie was actually supposed to do that episode yeah. instead of our last episode. But in hindsight, I think it's good that we did like a holiday-themed episode, yeah. especially for that week. But I think it's a good, like all things considered that you've been telling me, a good decision to like step back a little so that you can like speak more diplomatically about it I guess like considering that there are going to be people that are like considering law school and like maybe in the same position as you yeah yeah I completely agree because I'm not I'm not trying to fear monger future law students by any means all right so we thought it'd be fun to end out the episode on a couple things the first one being if we could talk to ourselves last new year's eve last new year's eve at the lake at the cabin enjoying lambrusco that I dropped on the floor multiple times (laughs) And on my white coat. (laughs) Yeah, sorry about that. Um, What would we tell Kylie and Anya of December 31st, 2019? 2019 sounds weird to say now, actually. They were so bright-eyed and (laughs) bushy-tailed. I know. So I think the first thing that I thought of was just to, like, appreciate Boston and college while you can. Because I feel like I actually didn't spend that many weekends in Boston before everything went down. Weirdly, like, kind of coincidentally, like I mentioned, I went to Burlington. I went home a couple times like I just feel like I didn't really spend a lot of time there as much as I would have wanted to I also would have told myself to get ready to have a post-grad year unlike anything you've planned emphasis on planned because I thought I had everything planned yep and I thought I could plan everything and we've really learned that's not the case but also learn to spend a lot of time like with yourself exclusively only (laughs) and learn more about who you are like aside from outside of all of these daily distractions, because I feel like all of college was basically just like, go, 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 go for me. And like, never actually sitting down and like, I don't know, talking to myself or like thinking about who I was or getting to know myself. And I feel like that's all we had time for during this year was like really getting to know ourselves and being alone with ourselves. So that's what I would tell her, but she'd probably be like, literally, what are you saying? Like, (laughs) it wouldn't make any sense. So for me, I think I would tell December 31st, Kylie, 
uh, that this year is going to be unlike literally any other for so many reasons. Um, so just make sure that you're grateful for every moment that you have with your friends and your family and your loved ones and really don't take those moments for granted. Take time to reflect with yourself and really check in on yourself and be honest about how you're doing um, and how you feel and pace yourself better and recognize when you need a break and when it's okay to take a break um, and don't worry yourself too much with what other people are doing because I think that's definitely something that I ended up getting a bit too consumed with this year. So Yeah, like other people's timelines and everything timelines study habits like just everything (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah and it never does anyone any good to compare yourself to other people so no unless they're like your inspo but yeah it can get unhealthy i guess um so the next question is what do we want to leave in 2020 and then i wrote other than covid obviously because we would all love to wake up on january 1st and have this be over which it's not gonna be but hopefully by the end of 2021 (laughs) we have a solution and, you know, we have herd immunity and whatnot. Other than COVID, the things that I want to leave in 2020 are distance from friends and family. And obviously, like, I'm referring to physical different distance, but I also just feel like non-physical distance too. Like, I just haven't been the best at keeping up with people during this time. And I put that on myself, but also on my friends. Like, I just feel like we could all do a better job at, like, connectivity, even though it's hard and it's forced and it's over Zoom and everything. But I just feel like I feel like very distant from the people that I spent a lot of time with in the beginning of the year. And I mm-hmm. think they would say the same thing. Yeah. And I know it's hard, but just trying to like foster those relationships a little more in 2021. Cause like, I don't think I'm going to lose them, but I am like a little bit afraid of that fade happening quicker because yeah. we haven't had the chance to connect very much. So that's one thing for me. Yeah. So for me, I want to leave self-doubt and fear. I'm an overthinker by nature. I like at this point in my life, I don't know how to not overthink stuff, which is really problematic and we're going to work on it. But I think overthinking naturally fosters a lot of self-doubt and fear in people. Yeah. So I just want to really be able to let that go because then I think I'll have a lot more clarity on my own purpose, um, what I want out of a career, what I want out of my life, um, at least at this moment in time. Yeah. The next thing that I want to leave in 2020 are just like I, I wrote all the expectations that I had for myself this year, but I also just think expectation setting in general, like as a habit um, and just thinking, like I mentioned, that you can plan for the future and like expecting what the next year is going to look like and expecting to move into this great apartment and live in your favorite, you know, suburb of Boston and have this job that you could walk to and get croissants to on the way to work. Like all of these things were like real thoughts in my mind and not even thoughts, but just like, I don't know, I guess they were, they felt like guarantees to me. Yeah. And obviously that wasn't the case. And I think that was like the most damaging part of 2020 was just like all the expectations that I put on myself. Like no one else did this. It was like I put them on myself not happening. So I just think I'm trying to leave my habit of setting expectations in 2020. But I don't think setting expectations is like always a bad thing. I just think for me, it's like a tunnel vision thing. And I said this in my solo episode, if you want to go back and listen to that. But I just think um, letting any deterrence from the original plan not feel like failure, (laughs) basically. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, I ditto that uh, because I'm the same way. Like anything that isn't exactly on plan, I'm like, I failed. I'm a big fan. Yeah. People are like, you're actually not. Like you're just a human being living life. I'm like, yeah. Um, What happened to the original plot of the movie (laughs) is me all through this year. (laughs) Um. For me, I also want to leave behind my obsessive need to control everything, which I feel like perfectly kind of stems off of uh, yours. But any counseling session that I've had, I've been told that the root of all of my problems is the fact that I can't accept that I can't control absolutely everything that happens to me, which I know like people listening are probably like, well, duh, Kylie, like that's like, I feel like you come out of the womb knowing that. Apparently not, <laughs> not for me. So yeah, I really, I do feel like I've gotten better at this. Believe it or not, Anya might be like, Kylie, no. <laughs> no, you have not. But I think that knowing myself, I've gotten a little bit better and, you know, I'll take that tiny milestone. Um, but yeah, that's something I think mental health overall is something that I want to work on in 2021. So I guess leaving behind more like self-sabotaging 
habits that I have mm-hmm. because of my need to control everything. That's what I want to leave behind so I can focus more on um, a healthier me in the new year. Definitely. And then uh, ending the episode on a positive note, what do we want to bring into 2021? What actually, like, what positive things happened this year that we want to continue into the next one? Um, So for me, I feel like I want to bring the adaptability that I learned this year. And I honestly don't think I'll ever let this go. Like, I think this year was such a lesson in adaptability (laughs) and just like flexibility. And what's a synonym for flexible and adaptable? I'm not sure, but just Just like (laughs) learning to roll with the punches and like not accept defeat, but like adapt is the only word that's in my brain. I feel like these things all kind of go together, like expectation setting, a lack thereof, like being adaptable, not being disappointed when plans don't work out. Like, I just feel like I learned a lot about like, the universe doing its own thing regardless of like what I would like to happen and learning how to accept that better. And I don't think that's something I'll ever lose after this year, but I want to definitely bring that into 2021 uh, because I think that's been a good lesson. (laughs) Yeah, I ditto this completely, especially because as you can probably tell, Anya and I are very type A, you know, we have our plans, we have our our goals and our expectations, and we want things to work out that way. And we really do everything in our power to try to make them work out that way, even if it's actually impossible. Um, so I think this has been a, I don't want to say a good year, because I, I don't love making light of like a global pandemic for my own personal like growth. I think it did really force people like Anya and I to like have exposure therapy to like, okay, you can't control things. Like now what are you going to do? Like, how are you going to handle it? Um, A fun experiment. (laughs) Yeah. Like a trial by fire (laughs) moment. But I do think that we both did a good job of like doing the best we could and trying our best to roll with the punches. And I want to keep bringing that in and improving that skill in 2021. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then my last thing that I want to bring into 2021 is the ability to like be more mindful and more in touch with myself. Because like I mentioned, I feel like all through college, that was just kind of like the last thing on the agenda was like checking in with myself. And now that I've had like the most time and the least distractions, basically, um, like I'm not running from thing to thing to thing or doing this assignment to that one to that one. Like I've really just, I spend every, you know, evening past 5 p.m. just like with, with myself. and um, I feel like it's encouraged me to be a lot more mindful and like get into more meditation and things like that. So um, I feel like that's been a one healthy habit that's come out of 2020. Um, It's just like knowing myself better and I'm sure I'll get to know myself better in 2021 too. Yeah. Um, For me, I really want to get back in touch with, you know, I remember finishing out my semester. Like I talked about, I really loved my classes um, and what I was taking and what I was studying And honestly, my undergraduate degree overall, I really loved and was really passionate about. Um, And we started this podcast, which has been a really great sort of passion project for us. Um, And truthfully, I think I lost sight of that a little bit with law school, which again, I think is, you know, not a unique story by any means, but I really want to get more in touch with that again and make sure that I actually carry that through and don't let those moments slip through the cracks because they it really is just as important as studying hard and getting good grades making sure that like you have a reason and a purpose behind those um so yeah so I definitely want to I want to reunite that or rekindle that fire and bring it with me into 2020 and see where it takes me 2021 2021 oh my god yeah no please don't (laughs) I've seen those things that are like what if (laughs) what if we're counting down to midnight and the clock just like never reaches midnight and we're just like stuck in 2020 forever i was like oh no god don't put that into the universe (laughs) (laughs) so that is our 2020 year in review i was kind of trying to think of like how to end this episode off and i feel like just saying that like you're not alone in the challenges that you've faced this year is a good notion because we actually like we're talking to a listener over dm about this but so her name is shagoon and she's from india and um, she was messaging us saying that I know you girls feel are located in the Boston area, but the problems you're addressing and the reality of it is so global. Maybe talking about how global the issue is of how graduating and being young in a failed economy really is. It's so easy to get lost in our small worlds, but being able to really see that there's a world out there feeling the same things. Um, so I feel like that is a good note for us to end on is just like you're not alone in 
what you're going through in this pandemic and the fact that you've shown up for any responsibility this year is commendable in and of itself. And um, even though like we're not all going to snap our fingers on January 1st and have everything be perfect, hopefully 2021 can like be a year of recovery all around <laughs> um, to the best of our ability. And yeah. Yeah. And we're really grateful that we had you guys um, this year. I think this show really worked as like a really great outlet for us to process everything that we were going through. And also on our end, it was really nice hearing from you guys saying that you felt the same way because, you know, I don't want to speak for you, Anya, but I'm sure we've also, we felt like we're the only ones feeling these things. So being able to Mm -hmm. have this little community and this little network is really, really cool. I like it a lot. I hope you stick around. Yeah. I hope, I hope you stick around. We hope it grows and we hope you guys have a happy and safe new year. So we will be back in 2021 to talk about our new year's resolutions and our goals and all the other musings that we tend to have on this podcast. And until then, see you next year. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Classic. All right. Bye guys. Bye.